0: No purchase necessary Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality, where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in counselor education and supervision and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I analyze the case of Asia Degree? First, I'll look at the background of this case. I'll move to the timeline of the disappearance and offer my analysis. Asia Degree was born in Shelby, North Carolina, on August 5, 1990. She lived with her parents and her older brother in a rented two-bedroom duplex just north of Shelby, on Oakcrest Drive, which is about an hour west of Charlotte. Both her parents were employed. Her father worked on a loading dock and her mother worked in a piano factory. The children spent most of their time with their parents, other family members, at school or at church. They did not have a lot of contact with the outside world other than that. For example, there was no computer in the family residence and they did not have cell phones. Now moving to the timeline of the disappearance. In February of 2000, nine-year-old Aisha was in fourth grade and on a school basketball team. On Friday, February 11, her school was closed. But her parents still had to work. Asia and her brother spent the day at her aunt's house, which was in the same neighborhood. Afterward, they went to basketball practice at their school. The next day, Asia competed in a basketball game. Her team was defeated. It was the first loss of the season. Asha did not complete the game because she fouled out. She was not happy with this outcome, and some crying occurred, but she appeared to recover from the disappointment. On Sunday, February 13, Asha and her brother went to church and then returned to the family home. They both went to bed at around 8 p.m. They shared the same bedroom. A motor vehicle accident in the area caused the power to fail around 9 p.m. The power was restored at 12.30 a.m., now on February 14, Valentine's Day. Aisha's father entered her bedroom at this time and found both children were asleep in their beds. At 2.30 a.m., he checked one more time. Nothing had changed. Aisha's brother heard her bed squeak sometime after this. He didn't think much of it. He just assumed she was moving around in bed. At some point between 2.30 and 6.30 a.m., Asia exited the house. She took her book bag, some clothing, and a Tweety Bird purse. It was about 35 degrees outside and raining. Asia did not take any winter clothing from the house. A person believed to be Aisha was spotted on two occasions sometime around 4 a.m. One witness was a truck driver alone in his truck. The individual he spotted was wearing a long sleeved t shirt and white pants and walking south along Highway 18, just north of the intersection with Highway 180. The truck driver turned his 10 wheel straight truck around after thinking it was unusual for such a young girl to be out by herself at that time of the morning. He saw the girl run into the woods. The other sighting involved another truck driver who was with his son. The individual he saw looked like a child they couldn't be sure this information was not immediately reported rather these witnesses came forward after learning about aisha's disappearance at 5:45 a.m. aisha's mother woke up to prepare the children for school the children were not able to take a bath on the night of february 13 because the power had failed therefore aisha's mother prepared a bath she opened the bedroom door at 6:30 a.m. but was unable to find aisha her mother searched the entire house, the vehicles, and went to her sister-in-law's house across the street, but there was no sign of Aisha. At 6.39 a.m., Asia's father called 911. The police arrived at the house at about 6.41 a.m. They used dogs in an effort to track Aisha's scent, but the dogs did not detect anything. An extensive search was conducted. A few items of interest were found in an outbuilding about a mile from Aisha's house, a Mickey Mouse hair bow, a pencil, and a marker. Aisha's parents said all three belonged to Asia. Candy wrappers, which may have belonged to Asia, were found in the same area. She attended a Valentine's party recently and was given a bag of candy. A wallet-sized photograph of a black girl was also found. The girl in the photograph has never been identified. The search did not yield anything else and was discontinued on February 20. On August 3, 2001, a construction worker was working off of Highway 18, about six miles south of Morganton, North Carolina. The site was about 26 miles north of where Asia had been spotted. The construction worker found a book bag. It was wrapped in two black plastic garbage bags. The book bag contained Asia's name and phone number. The authorities were contacted, in the book bag, they found two items. One was a Dr. Seuss book from the library in Asia's school. The other item was a new Kids on the Block t shirt. There is no evidence that these items belonged to Asia prior to them being discovered in the book bag. In May of 2016, the FBI said that Asia may have climbed into a vehicle along Route 18 around the area where she ran into the woods. They said the vehicle was manufactured in the early 1970s and was a green Lincoln Continental Mark IV or a Ford Thunderbird. There was rust around the wheel wells. Asha Degree remains missing. There has been no sign of her. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, this is Gary Chahot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present, Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today. Now moving to my analysis. This case is extremely unusual. Nine-year-old girls rarely run away from home. Aisha's personality and behavior did not align with someone who would run away. For example, she was described as lighthearted, funny, and happy. She did not go out of the house by herself. She didn't answer the front door unless she knew who was there, and she was scared of dogs. There was no forced entry into the house, so it really does appear as though Aisha walked out into a rainstorm in the winter without wearing a coat. The authorities believe that she packed the book bag before the morning of February 14, like she may have been planning this for a few days. There are many questions that come up in this case, a few examples. Why were the police dogs unable to pick up Aisha's scent? They are usually pretty good at that. Why did the police not find any footprints from Aisha? Why was Aisha's book bag wrapped in two plastic garbage bags? If someone murdered her, wouldn't they have simply thrown the book bag in the trash? Maybe they were in a hurry, like they did not want to have the book bag sit in some type of trash receptacle for a few days waiting to be picked up. Who owned the new Kids on the Block t-shirt? if it did not belong to Aisha. If it was owned by a friend of hers, why didn't the police find the owner? It is possible that Aisha did actually own the T-shirt. This would not be the first time a fan desired to conceal their fondness for the new kids on the block. The Dr. Seuss book that was in Aisha's book bag had been checked out not long before her disappearance. If the book did not belong to her, who did it belong to? Didn't the library keep records of who checked out books? that seems like a fairly important and basic function of a library. Were the authorities correct about Aisha's book bag being packed in advance? In one version of the timeline, Aisha fell asleep on the couch before going to bed. This makes it seem as though she was trying to set herself up for a departure, like she wanted to stay awake or be close to the door or both. If Aisha had planned this in advance, how did she wake herself up without using an alarm? Perhaps she was so upset that she never fell asleep in the first place. Items belonging to Asia were found about a mile away from her house in an outbuilding. The structure was 600 feet from the road, and to get there, Asia would have had to cross a three-foot gully. In addition, the owner of the property behind the outbuilding kept six beagles in their yard. Asia was afraid of dogs. And beagles are known not only for their barking behavior, but also for their ability and tendency to howl. They can be heard from a long distance away. It's very difficult to believe that anybody could sneak up on one beagle, much less six beagles. Although, to be fair, Woodstock was able to sneak up on Snoopy quite a few times. Considering all the information and the questions in this case, what do I think happened here? There are several theories to explain the disappearance of Asia Degree. Let's take a look at the theories. Theory number one two highly unlikely events occurred on the morning of February 14, 2000. A nine-year-old girl walked out into the cold rain without a coat during the early morning hours, and she stumbled into a killer or someone who decided it was a good time to begin their homicidal career. The mysterious killer was somehow able to get her in their vehicle, despite the belief that earlier Aisha fled from a truck driver who was trying to investigate. The killer murdered Aisha and placed her body in a location where it was never found, but was not able to hide the book bag as well. This theory is well supported if all of the events, including Asia's movements, have been accurately reported. It fits with the idea that her book bag was found 26 miles away from where she disappeared. It's hard to imagine this happening without third-party involvement. This theory is consistent with the report that Aisha was upset from the basketball game Like she was simply running away because of shame or disappointment. If the basketball game was not a primary motivator, perhaps some other trouble at home inspired her departure, something that was not reported because it didn't seem important or was not reported for some other reason. Now, moving to the evidence that refutes this theory that two unlikely events came together. Nine year olds usually do not conceal their emotions very well. Many of their actions are impulsive. If Aisha was that upset to the point where she was willing to run away, people around her would have detected something was wrong. The chances of Aisha running into someone who was willing to commit murder are very low, and not many people are out that early in the morning, potential killer or otherwise. Theory number two, the killer or kidnapper somehow contacted Aisha prior to her disappearance and motivated her to meet them somewhere. This would explain why Aisha was unprepared For the cold and rainy weather. She never expected to be outside for very long. This is also consistent with the photograph of the unknown girl. Perhaps the killer or kidnapper dropped that photograph like they had a particular type of victim in mind. There are problems with this theory. For example, Aisha did not have contact with a lot of outsiders. How did an offender communicate with her, much less convince her to walk out of her residence? If this was all arranged by some offender, why have Aisha walked so far from her house? The offender could have picked her up a few hundred feet away, or maybe a thousand feet away, but she traveled at least a mile. Theory number three, the person who hid Aisha's book bag was not involved in her disappearance. Perhaps one of the people searching found the book bag and hid it for some reason, like they were just having a bad day or they wanted to be disruptive. Under this theory, Aisha could have been killed by the elements and not by a third party she died in a location which was well hidden theory number 4 asia never left the house on her own power she was kidnapped directly from the house there are several versions of this theory one she was not the person who was spotted on highway 18 she was kidnapped from the house and that was it she was never seen again two she was the person spotted on highway 18 after she temporarily escaped The kidnapper. This explains why she fled when the truck driver investigated. She was startled by him. She was fearful because she had just escaped a kidnapper. Three, she managed to escape the kidnapper and died from exposure to the elements. Theory number five, Aisha left her house on her own power and no one else was involved in her disappearance. She was not murdered and did not die from exposure. She is out there somewhere living her life. And considering all the evidence, how would I rank these theories in terms of likelihood? I think that theory number one is the most likely. Aisha left her house because she was upset and she just happened to run into a killer. Then I would move to theory number two, an offender orchestrated a kidnapping and murder. Theory number four, she was kidnapped directly from her house. Theory number three, her book bag was hidden by someone who was not involved in her disappearance. And finally, Theory number five, Asia is still alive somewhere. This case has led to a lot of speculation because any theory that explains it is extremely unlikely, even by the standards of theories typically used to explain mysterious disappearances. There is the sense that the public is not aware of all the facts in the case. Like perhaps the timeline must be different. There must be other evidence about contact that Asia had with other people. There is a piece of information out there somewhere that would make one theory more plausible. If this missing puzzle piece doesn't exist, then we are left with unsatisfying theories, none of which make much sense, yet one of them must be true. Now moving to my final thoughts. Some of the most confusing missing person mysteries start with odd behavior from the person who disappeared. Maybe the person was intoxicated, delusional, depressed, wanted to hurt themselves, or had just been through a romantic breakup. The disappearance of Asia Degree features the odd behavior, but no convincing explanation for what caused it, leaving a case that's confusing to a high degree. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing?